When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Mirror man, mirror man, you twist and turn my mind until I don't know who I am. Hello and welcome to an exciting Arsenal Opinion podcast. We're here today to talk about another Wembley appearance. Wembley. Wembley. But before I get into that, I need to introduce uh, my two two co-hosts. This is Curtis Powers of the New York Supporters Club. This is Matt Candela. Yeah. I don't think I'm of any supporters club, am I? No, you're the Arsenal supporter who goes home and away. Not, not at the moment. Not at the moment. Not at the moment. Not at the moment. But we, <laughs> we very, were talking. You're very away. But we were, we were <laughs> like, we both went to the Wembley, the last Wembley appearance. Uh, I went at great cost. You didn't no, spend I've... too much, did you? Well, I what was your flight? Uh... What'd you fucking pay? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it was, it was worth it. Cause it was a fantastic day out, and uh, and now we're all thinking about going back there. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be there. For the tenth time in four Are years. You go? Yeah, man. Are you gonna go? I leave on the fifteenth. Well, you already had. Oh, you already yeah, had. Yeah, it was already planned. So you don't have to spend two thousand dollars on a flight. No. I remember uh, when I used to start the season by looking at when the where the Champions League final was being played, so I could start. <laughs> so I could start planning my my flights, and I'd be like, "Oh, it'd be lovely to go to uh, Paris at the end of the year." Now it's. Uh, Looking at the date of the uh, Carabao Cup final, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll take it because, uh, as, as far as I understand, Arsene Wenger has not won the Carabao Cup. Yeah, am I correct? Last well, time, and last time we played in the final, it was, it was Chelsea. Yeah. But you know, we've got a good record at Wembley over the last few years. I'm just going to go and say it right now. I'm going to touch wood as I do it. Four years. Yeah. Ten times, nine wins. Bish bosh. Almost as good as Cardiff. Yeah. Which was equally successful. Not equally, but... For a bunch of bottlers, they're not too bad, are they? They turn it on when you least expect it. Yeah. So we've got quite a packed agenda today. Uh, it's, it's Curtis getting excited, rubbing his hands, can't yeah. contain itself. Is he excited about Arsenal or is he excited <laughs> because he broke his January alcohol duck? He had a mezcal, didn't he? Yeah. But it's yeah, only that, one. had one mezcal. Yeah. We might even have one after. So on the agenda today, many things. Firstly, have you got the shirt number lined up? Because I, I think that we've rushed this. and Maybe you don't have the shirt number lined up. Of course up. I've got the shirt number lined exactly. up. Exactly. Of course he's got the shirt yes. number lined up. So we're going to talk about the Chelsea game. We're going to talk about defense. We're going to talk about attack. Um, we're going to talk about Awobi, Ozil, Lacazette, 
Arsene Wenger's done it again. So many topics we're going to cover off today. And then we're going to get onto the transfers because we've got to talk about Mikatarin. We've got to talk about Obama Yang. Mm. I struggle oh, to remember. Obama Yang. Yeah. Johnny fucking Evans. <laughs> oh. Johnny Evans. Uh, and also, um, because we all work in advertising, uh, as someone mentioned last week, we talk about advertising a lot. We've got to talk about that horrendous Sanchez video. Oh, boy. Fucking disgrace. Oh, boy. Even worse than the Leeds crest. Oh, boy. Did you see the Leeds crest? Oh. Ugh, atrocious. <laughs> Football's gone mad. <laughs> The Chelsea game. Yes. The Chelsea game. Let's, uh, mm. we've got a few things that we've got to tackle today. Firstly, um, let's just have like top line thoughts. We, uh, we went back, we went to four at the back. How did you, what, what were your initial thoughts when that came in? Absolutely, uh, nonplussed really. It was just, uh, I don't really feel any more comfortable whether we got four at the back or five at the back, to be honest. <laughs> it's sort of, it's sort of, irrelevant it's not you know we're not normally done by a structural yeah. system we're normally undone by just moments of absolute fucking craziness yeah <laughs> and uh and it, and it's so it proved when uh when uh we conceded with a really really sloppy piece of defending yeah uh so yeah it wasn't it wasn't too 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 plus either way um but obviously absolutely delighted yeah okay yeah. when you saw four at the back <clears throat> How excited were you? I, I would not say excited. I would say that like, okay, they were like, well, we need to do something a little bit different. Uh, we need a little bit of security in the back. But, you know, just like Matt said, like that goal that was let in, the whole entire, like we could have parked the bus there and it, they would have still found that way. It was just, yeah, exactly. I mean, there was, was no like coverage. But when you think about the first two goals, really, or was it, the, was it our second goal? No, it was, yeah, the, our first goal and their first goal, obviously. I mean, both of them were completely unmarked uh, people and, and, you know, anticlimactic goals, I would say. I mean, I, I was actually thinking about this earlier. Chelsea look like Arsenal. Like, yeah, they, today. Look, they look as much like Arsenal as we do now. <laughs> and it's really weird because you're so used to Chelsea being uh, very stoic, very mm. resolute, very organized, don't make mistakes, like men against, for years it was men against boys. And it's quite interesting seeing them play against us. And they almost look Arsenal. They've got some flair players, uh, play some pretty good football, play on the counter, um, can get roughed up a bit. Mm. You know, what? there's been a real sea change in mentality and attitude from, from looking at it from the outside. I but know. I think it comes from the manager. If the if you know, you know it's same as um, Marcus Silva at Watford, as soon as the players knew that he didn't want to be there, they were like, fuck it. Yeah. And I do think that Conte's bad behaviour at the start of the season has definitely led to a, a, a slight switch off. They don't look as focused. They don't look invincible at all. They look like they know they're the third best team in the league at the moment. Mm. But on the defence, it felt comfortable. It, it, there was an element of comfort. Well, after we me. after we conceded that first goal, I felt like we got comfortable. Yeah, and and, 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 and like <laughs> that fair, was a wake up call. You have to say, fair play to Arsene mm. that he he changed the lineup to suit the players that he had. Mm. Went with a, a, a solid back four and also i thought the additional piece of interest was the uh, i know awobi was completely slammed but he, he was outstanding defensively he, he i did. thought so as well yeah he's he's Against job Moses, today he was he he must have beaten he made the most uh, the most tackles five yeah. tonight i know he was slammed for that miss late on but mm. his job that he did defensively today was hugely underrated fantastic like for, to 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 make awobi defend like a human <laughs> yeah it was incredible to, to fit for a guy who's probably fresh off a fucking rave yeah <laughs> to go to go out there and do his job was uh was quite something so but, but is the really big news because every year that we've actually we actually end up having a, a stellar run in the second half arsene stumbles across a new formula and uh, have we seen in the last game and this game him stumbling on a new formula in the form of Mohamed El Nini? You got. Is, is, I'm like. I'm not going to hold my breath on that one. Um, explain your <laughs> fucking theory there, man. Explain the uh, the new triumvirate of uh, Chaka, Wilshire, and El Nini seems to offer uh, a sort of very balanced midfield. Suddenly, we've got. Uh, El Nenny's passing, 
Wilshere's ability to uh, surge and run with the ball. And Jacker looks a lot more comfortable with two men supporting him than one. So uh, we actually look like a relatively functioning midfield when we've got the three of them together. And is that influencing why Wenger is deciding to play four at the back? I think part of the magic formula is having players that actually want to prove something out there. And that was definitely on show today. But I think the the, inter- the interesting challenge Arsenal fans are having to face at the moment is just because a player has been shit does not mean they are currently shit. Yeah. So you have to look at today and Arsenal fans were like, oh, won't be shit. Yeah. Move them out on loan. But if you watch that through unfiltered eyes and like with the normal filter being he's crap, he had a good game. If you look at the performance El Nenny put in today, it was fucking solid. Yeah. If you look at Awobi, uh, sorry, Ozil, and I know that most people love Ozil, but I, I certainly haven't over the last few seasons. That performance was dogged. Mm. I've never seen him look so tired and so, f- like, not flustered, but just into winning that game. He carried, he carried Arsenal on his shoulders today. And I, I cannot tell you how much that says about his desire to sign on for Arsenal. You just don't put in that performance. It, it could, because we now know that we have good people in charge mm. of of the, the transfer dealings now. If he wanted to leave, he would have got a move this window. Right. But my gut says after a performance like that, he wants to win something. Yeah. He wants to be the main man. He wants a £20 million signing on fee. Yeah. And give it to him. This, yeah. re- this reminds me of the uh, podcast earlier in the season when we asked if Arsenal could win the league. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, okay. optimism. Can Arsenal win the Carabao Cup? So something the both of you have yeah. not mentioned yet, and I know it's because you've got a mm. long diatribe um, to get out. Is the missing piece in the Arsenal puzzle Monreal? Is that what... Is Monreal the Sanchez we were all waiting for? Comes in again, makes the difference. You know what? Two I, assists and a goal last game. Mm goal to wrestle the game back, heroic warrior-like performance. Is Monreal the best left-back in the world? Because that's what everybody's asking. In the world, no. What? But... <laughs> in that game tonight? No, no, it was fantastic. But I've said it for, I've said it for quite a while. Like, he, gets, he goes through those little periods that he'll have, he'll have a handful of bad matches that, you know, he makes just a bit of, you know, trouble for himself. But... I rate him. I think he's fantastic. It's the reason that like every, I don't know, every six months or so you hear somebody kind of like, oh, they're interested in Montreal. Like, you know, like he's a quality, pl- he's a quality player. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but when, it, when it boils down to it, he has, he's, he still hasn't, like we were talking about, I think on the last pod, he, he has those breaks in consistency that really, I feel like harm him as, as, as he's building his own thing because he is fantastic. And I just hope that he, stays on that because when he's good he's fantastic i genuinely think he's been the most underrated player over the last two or three years i think the the games that he had that weren't quite on point when he was played as a center back but even then he he settled in quite quickly like i I think he's an absolute gladiator of a player so would you you, i take it from that you'd have him starting over kalasinak every game Kalasinak came on and immediately proved why he didn't start. He fell over the ball in the middle of the park. He made some terrible passes. Like He's just an average player. I like him, though. I think he's a real average player. And I think Arsene Wenger is going to shunt him out so, so quickly this summer. Mm. Yeah, no doubt. I think he may, I, by his remorse. Arsene is the sort of guy who goes into um, the, the, the supermarket. He needs to buy eggs and he sees something. <laughs> he, see, like, he, he sees a, a box of cats for like 5p. And he buys them and he gets them home and the wife is like, what the, what the hell is that Arsene? Yeah. And he's like, oh shit, I made a bad mistake. Bad analogy. But I think, <laughs> I, I think that they just looked at Kalasanak and they were like, brilliant. Let's, let's buy, let, let, let's buy, let's bring this guy in because he's free. And then we've got him in and Arsenal fans were most excited about him because he looks hard. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, everyone's like, yeah. he, he could have a ruck. It, yeah. does that that is not a good way of judging a left back. He's slow. He's ponderous. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's particularly suited to the club. And I really hope that we go out and buy a proper left back who can deliver. I thought we've got the best left back in the world. Yeah, I thought. Understudy, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> understudy. And, and plus, um, Monreal's 31. Uh, so he'll be good for... He'll be he'll be good for forty games for a while, but there's there's no reason that we shouldn't have someone coming Succession up. Succession planning. Yeah. And I hope it's not Ashley Maitland Niles because I don't think he's, he's well, not, or even his brother Ainsley Maitland Niles. 
Ashley, <laughs> honestly, I'm, I'm so bad with names. <laughs> it's, it's embarrassing. It's twin brother. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So we've we've all agreed that uh, Monreal is an incredible, uh, important player. Um, any thoughts on uh, Kashoni and Mustafi quickly? Mustafi was just another Mustafi game, wasn't he? He's always doing that. He's always he's almost two on the front foot. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. always trying to nick the ball, which is great when it comes off. But there's the occasional moment where it's disastrous. But no, look, they were they they were great. Uh, they weren't great. I mean, everyone was good. Yeah, I don't think it was a vintage performance. It was resolute. It was resolute. And you take that right, and, Prag- pragmatic almost. And you know what? There was I, I wouldn't say there's there was anything like over the top like. Mm, really really exciting but what everyone did do as a team everyone pulled together and I, I felt like did what needed to be done in order to win that game so one one less bright spot yeah Lacazette I mm. thought I thought he looked someone's jumping ahead but we're gonna let you run with it Una momento por favor <laughs> what more do we have to talk about that's it <laughs> just Lacazette oh, Lacazette yeah I mean he looks lost at the moment looks low on confidence Absolutely. Uh, does he lost? look lost because he's low on confidence or does he look lost because he's been found out and he's not fast enough no. he's not strong enough and he's not that good well no. I think I mean I was thinking about this and going there's not one striker who was bought in the summer for big money who's delivered Luka- very true Lukaku hasn't delivered yeah no Murata hasn't delivered and everyone will, a lot of people will say he has or he hasn't but the reality is they wouldn't be trying to sign Jekko and Peter Crouch and all that. <laughs> Crouch. <Yeah. laughs> Crouch and Andy Carroll was so ultimate. Carroll I'm, was on... I'm leaving in the summer band. <laughs> so so Murata hasn't delivered. No. Not, not for the amounts to be, they paid for them. Lukaku hasn't paid for the amounts. And Lacazette hasn't delivered for the amount we paid for him. And so I'm, I'm questioning, why do you think that is? Is it the quality of defending is going up? Is it that the quality of strikers out there is not very good at the moment? Uh, do we think that you know, there's someone who we can bring in who can do better. What, what's do happening think, with strikers? Do you think it's a core, like the core fundamental for me with all three of those strikers is none of them are electric. None of them have electric pace. Mm. Lukaku is slow. Brata's, it's not lightning. Nah. Like, he's, like he's a very smart player, but he's not going to blitz you with pace. And Lacazette is slow. That's why I think Arsenal bringing in Aubameyang mm. is a smart move because pace will always win your goals in the Premier League. And I think he might not be as cultured as Morata, but I tell you what, he's fucking electric. If you go, I was, uh, I, I went away um, to Dortmund. Um, he's, uh, he's fucking, he's so frightening. Like mm. Thierry Henry, scary. Mm. Um, Luis Suarez, scary. Sanchez, scary, scary speed can create something out of nothing. Um, and I think all three of those strikers, and I said it at the time I wrote, um, the Premier League has not moved the needle this summer with uh, our marquee signings of Morata, Lukaku yeah. um, and Lacazette. And, and so it's proved because Sanchez is going to United, Obama Yang is coming to Arsenal and Peter Crouch is going to Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not really, is he? It's, I, it's been, it's still on the, it's, it's it's still on the table, yeah. I think that they're trying to sign Dzeko. Uh, which, which again is a regressive signing, right? I mean, but it's better than Peter Crouch or it Andy Carroll. Yeah, P- Peter Crouch is, I'm throwing my toys out of the pram. I hate everybody yeah. kind of ask. Um, but the, the Lacazette gets eaten up yeah. by basic defending. You can't put balls over the top. You can't put balls into the middle. Like, it's really difficult to find the perfect setup that suits Lacazette. And maybe it's Maybe it's playing off of uh, Aubameyang. Maybe yeah. it's uh, like he's uh, hustling I'm, out. I'm like, still going to give him the, the benefit of, of the doubt for uh, at least another. Let's see. What's the date? The 24th. Give me six, six more weeks. Let's give him six weeks. Six yeah. weeks. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, continuing into the, the talk of attack. Let's just be completely blunt here. Question for you both. Yeah. Is Iwobi shit? Yeah. 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 Well, he's just not he's just not up to it, is he? And this, hopefully as soon as uh Mika Tyron is match fit, uh we'll reshuffle the front and uh maybe we'll see Lacazette on the left, Obama Yang up top, Mika Tyron on the right. Definitely some shifting around. Definitely no Wobi. Do you do you do you think that Wobi's gonna go out on loan? No, no, no. no. He's got, there's enough games for him to play, isn't there? Yeah. And and Wenger seems to uh What do you think he lacks? Um, I mean, he should have the raw essentials, shouldn't he? He's, 
he's just not, oh, I don't know. You sort of feel like in the past, you looked at players like that under Wenger and you say, and you know, when Wenger was much better at developing players and you'd go, I think that Iwobi, something's going to click soon. Yeah. And it's just all going to come together in the way that Aaron Ramsey came together and the way that all these players under Wenger, in, when Wenger was in his prime, players clicked. And there's something about whether you just know it's not going to click. See, We're just going to have more of the same. You know what's an interesting thing, though? Like you mentioned Ramsey and like dating back to Seth Fabregas. There was that period that like he was playing with Fabregas and like he still looked a bit shit. And then Fabregas went injured and, and Ramsey had this had this moment that I feel like he was empowered and, and he was somehow or another able to do something like does it will be have that. Does he still have that ability to at some point? take that and do something with it because i mean people have ramsey i'm i'm 100 on the ramsey uh mention is that everyone thought ramsey was shit up until that point and then he's hit periods since then that people are like oh fuck him he's done he's you know he's you know i hate him like literally people said i hate him like why, why do you hate ramsey you fucking dick aaron ramsey's an awesome legend i know yeah Please. Oh, come on. Well, he scored He'll be gone this FA summer. Cup winning yeah. final. Two FA Cup final winning goals. Never fit. Never fit. Can't have that. Can't have that. But Iwobi, <laughs> now there's an Arsenal legend. <laughs> Just joked. But uh, I, I kind of get where you're coming from. He's made some great assists. Yeah. Uh, his tackle tonight kind of started the move. Um, didn't he dispossess um, Moses, Moses or, uh, and yeah. he started the move today, made five great tackles, played in a really disciplined way. I don't remember who and it was he, against, but he did this one uh, against a Chelsea player that just stole the ball right from under. I was just like, wow. Yeah, but he took, uh, he kept Moses pretty quiet tonight. Yeah. I, thought, I thought for a, a, an attacking player who doesn't really look yeah. disciplined, I thought he had a, a good performance. Yeah. And the potential is there to be like a Klebs kind of yeah. like connector yeah. um, mover of the ball. But uh, he needs I, to start he, scoring goals. Yeah, yeah. I'm and not, he needs I'm to not, stop side footing everything. Yeah. Is it like your professional football? Yeah. Shouldn't you just put your laces through yeah. at some point? I'm not saying that he's not shit. I'm just saying that I still have a little bit of hope. Okay, I like right. that. So on to the next big question that I've got for you both. Big, big, big. Is Özil the best player? to ever put on an Arsenal shirt. Oh my God. I'm Listen, just, people were talking is... about it. Oh, just one thing before we get back to the, the Awobi uh, thing. People, people, uh, the big thing on about Awobi with all of those little weird football bloggers is Awobi shoots like a feminist. <laughs> what is so that fucking about? stupid? <laughs> no, one even, no one even knows what it means. That has no but they're all, Everyone's like, he shoots like a feminist. I'm like, oh my God. Anyway, uh, back off like inappropriate stuff. Yeah. So it, but is Ozil the best player to ever put on an Arsenal shirt? Many fans are saying yes. What do we think? Many fans who started <laughs> watching Arsenal about 18 months ago are saying yes. But uh, he's, no, he's, he's not even in the top 10. Not even in the top 10? No. It's like when people say Koscielny is our best ever defender. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking luck. Did you ever see Tony Adams play? Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see David O'Leary? <laughs> um, yeah. Now, Cl- Cliff Bastin. Now, that was a fact. He's, he, he's special, I'm gonna, though. I'm going to say the most controversial thing ever on this Arsenal podcast. We had one really amazing English left back. Ashley Cole. Yeah. He was fucking good. What are we talking about left back? Oh, we're talking about oh, like, oh, I'm sorry. You don't want the conversation. No, you, but you started talking about Kishoni. Sorry. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> we are that we have a certain rule on this podcast, and we are not willing to mention. Oh, okay. Not even a human. That disgusting little. I know. Cell I know. phone loving. He was. He was. He was. Good. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, he, he was. was he was awful. Back to Urzel. What we saying? So, like, okay, maybe he's not the best player who ever wore an Arsenal shirt, but he's certainly the best player tonight. Yep. You think that's yeah. fair to say? Yep. Do you think that that was one of his best ever performances, considering the context of Sanchez I don't think leaving, it was one of his best ever performances. Theo leaving, Coquelin leaving. I mean, I have to say, I think some of his best performances were playing for Germany when he was like 20 years old, yeah. when he somehow seemed to be more dynamic and more direct than he is now. I remember that game against England when we yeah, they absolutely tore us apart in maybe 10 years ago. Um, but, you know, he played well. And I'm not getting too... Going too overboard uh, on Ozil because I think he has a habit of going very, very hot and cold. So I'd rather hope 
that he continues his form for the rest of the season. We're yeah. all saying good things about him now because the thing about Ozil is when the wind's blowing a certain way and he's feeling good and he's gotten up the, out the wrong, the right side of the bed. Yeah, he's a fantastic player. But let's not forget, he goes missing a lot. Yeah. He has winter breaks. <laughs> when the going gets really tough, there's a very good chance that he will not get going. So, yeah. um, so, 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 congratulations today. I, I love watching him play like that. Um, but let's let's put it all in context. But I, I think the context is that he's not often good after December. Yeah, when he doesn't get his winter break. But I suppose he kind of had a winter, winter break then. Yeah. yeah, any any away game. Yeah, any distance traveled, he was not. There. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I I personally think like. It's interesting, like when you think about some of the harshest criticism of him, you know, a lot of people like to refer to him as lazy and stuff like that. And and I've genuinely just accepted the way that he plays. And, and I, I like, like on a good day, it's that he's playing smart. He's not playing hard. But Curtis, right? what I'd say is you, you, if you watch the performance today, no one would say he was not working hard. So so so, what does that mean about all the times when he does look lax? Well, but, it means he was lax. Well, but yeah. I, I don't know. He, he's still like he still just looked so relaxed and so comfortable. It, he didn't. He never looked like he was like he was like losing. You know what I mean? Like he was he was really. I don't know. He, he just didn't look like he was overwhelmed. He just looked so absolutely comfortable. I, I think know. when you need four hundred and sixty-two different statistics to explain how Urza worked hard, it's probably not working that hard. Yeah, and everybody, everybody knew that he didn't really give a fuck. But now, he, now he's jobs on the line to a certain degree. Is he, is he the new Theo Walcott trying to just just putting it putting it in when it counts to get that new oh, contract? Theo Walcott, <laughs> rest in peace. Got an assist at the weekend. Got an assist. Maybe we missed out. Maybe we didn't manage him. Five assists and he'll get some espresso pods from his <laughs> missus. <laughs> Without further ado, I hand over to Matt, who is going to talk about a shirt number. What have you got for us today, Matt? I, I was actually lying. I didn't know what shirt number. <laughs> didn't have a shirt number. <laughs> no, no, no. I did, I did. Well, it's... Uh... Of course I did. <laughs> shirt number 36... That's a tough one. It is a tough one because... Uh, Curtis, off the top of your head, name yeah. a player that played on with the number 36. Can you do it? Number 36. Can I'll, you do it? I'll give you... You're, uh, an, you're, an, you're, you're from America. You're a real fan? Do you know number 36? Don't even know. Oh, uh, did, God, what number, did, what number did Sylvester play? Oh, well, number 36... All right, I'm going to give you a clue. One of the, There is someone uh, who's worn the number 36 shirt who shares the name of a very famous... Film star. Wow, this is good trivia. Yeah. Um, you you both know the answer to this, and I'm just going to be the, no, no, the no, stupid I, one I, on uh, that. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. don't think. I, <laughs> of course I'm I just going to be the. Oh no, Tom Cruise. Ah, <laughs> yeah. of course I know. <laughs> well done. And we had uh, Tom Cruise in the team at the okay. same time as we had Jet, and there was going to be some amazing pun about Top Gun, <laughs> but it never happened. It'd be rude not to because they were both shit. Okay, so the what? latest. Ishmael Banasa. Do you remember him? No. No, no nor do I. No. no, no. <laughs> uh, uh, another uh, great hope. Emiliano Martinez. Emilio. He's still with us, right? Yeah. Yeah, but he's... No, no, but, he's... But Matt, no, he's on loan. Right? Matt Macy has come through. Matt Macy, who's about eight it's foot tall, who looks, who looks like he's the lead character in Thor, has, uh, has now... And he's quite good. Yeah, he's not bad, is he? He's not bad. <laughs> I would prefer him over Ospina. Uh, oh, you always know he's going to be in the wrong place, Ospina, flapping away. He, mm. Ospina is a man who's always in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. Uh, our um, small uh, film star friend, Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is small in real he life. He was really yeah, small, small, yeah. Yeah, he wears He's, he's speaking of him in the past tense. He's still alive. Is he? Yeah. He'll be alive forever. He's a Scientologist. Yeah. Um, and... He does look good for his age. He does look good. Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. He does look good for his age. I'll give him that. Uh, yeah. He does not ravish his body with uh, drink and drugs, that's for sure. He, uh, I don't think he even goes out in the sun. Waster. What a loser. <laughs> uh, speaking of losers, Mark Randall. Definitely a loser. Cause he, he was a bit of a hate figure for a little bit, wasn't he? Did he, did he come out and no. do a... He was, oh, come on, people didn't like him. He did something. He was a bit of a shit, wasn't he? He didn't come out. No, no. I, think yeah. I mean, that would have been fine. Wait, who, Tom Cruise? No. But <laughs> oh. Mark Randall had a few games. There? He had a few games in the League Cup. Yeah. And uh, uh, then got a bit too big for his boots. Really? Yep. Uh, someone who was, did have big boots, 
Johan Giroud. Mm. He followed me on Twitter. Well and done. And then I, I, w- I made a comment about him. And then he unfollowed me. Uh, Johan Giroud. I don't this, follow This you. is the problem with football. Johan Giroud lost an £80,000 watch in a hotel. How can he be affording £80,000 wow. watches? And... Another little bit of trivia. I don't know Johan, do. Johan Giroud had a contract um, with Arsenal that had a stipulation that if he wanted an extra year, he could activate it. So everyone thought Arsene Wenger had offered him a new year deal and he, hadn't. <laughs> he, just, he just activated his own contract. Um, hey, true story. Do you, know, do you want to know who follows me on Twitter? Who? Barack Obama. Come on, if it's not Arsenal, no, no, no. I just, I just want to say on. that. It's pretty Come cool. On. You, you can do better than that. Uh, I don't know. You can do better than that. Thierry Henry, he's your mate. He doesn't follow you me, You smelt him. I did smell him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <dear. All> right. <laughs> who else on the number? <laughs> Give us some more numbers. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to smell this guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> think, think about where <laughs> this name is going. <laughs> Especially after a night at HMP. Uh, Jermaine Pennant. <laughs> oh my oh. god yeah he was um he was a party boy he was mm. off the rails wasn't yeah. he yeah you wouldn't want to sit on next to him on the train yeah and you know we get talk, drunk off his fumes we talk about rave wobey but i mean <laughs> he was the original <laughs> <laughs> he was the original og yeah. and then uh and then this wonderful fella who i genuinely have never heard of and it's not often i will say i've never even heard of them jihad muntessa wow i think he mm. may i think he may have been a midfielder when? How long? I'm gonna I'm gonna actually look him up to find out a bit more information. He's retired. Uh, oh. he, he was a Libyan right midfielder. We had a Lib- you know what? I think you say Jehad. Jehad. Yeah, just saying. And uh, he left after he left Arsenal. He was there for one season. For some reason he didn't play football for seven years, and then he turned up at ACD Treviso, which is uh, an Italian club. I, I did. I had never even heard of his name. I think that once you get, for me, once you get past two thousand eight, and I stop buying programs, then I, you know, the Omar Rizza and players like oh. that, the, the classic reserved <laughs> names, right? But, but when you stop buying programs, you stop noticing the the little. Yeah, the yeah. way that can you buy an? Do they have like an iPad version of the the, the match program? It's quite expensive. Three, I think three, yeah, th- three pounds. I still. Well, buy but it. you spend three pounds. Oh no, it's two quid when you walk through the tunnel, right? Oh, don't know. Yeah. I still buy it, but uh, I just like them. I don't collect them like I used to. Yeah, I don't. I I used to have so many. I've just started giving them all. <laughs> yeah, I used to get them signed. I've got some good signed ones, but. You know, hanging what? around outside there like the Arsenal fan TV you know, guys do, trying to get autographs. Yeah. I've got a few. I've got. I've got a few signed shirts. There's nothing worse than getting a terrible player's signed shirt. I know. One of those. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I have the FA Cup. Uh, the first. The first one that we won, signed by Carl Jenkinson. Oh, you know the worst signed shirt that I ever got. This yeah. is so bad. Brand new Nike shirt or whatever it was, and um, we went to uh, Barnet. Um, you know, oh, you yeah, remember the, the, oh, the yeah. preseason. Yeah, pre-season. you know who was who was the guy in EastEnders, and he does like he, he basically okay. did Arsenal fan TV from EastEnders. I forget his name, but he, he came he, out he, and they were like, guy. "Oh, it's no, no, old." And it was like, "Oh, he's gonna, oh, old wonky bollocks is gonna sign your shirt." And I was like, <laughs> "Shit!" Then, then the next guy who came out was a boue. I was like, "Oh, Jesus, shirt's cursed. It's All cursed." Right. I've got, I've got, I've got a worse one. So. uh it was about, I think it must have been about 97, 98. And a young player was coming through the ranks. And there was a lot of talk that he was going to be the new Dennis Bergkamp. And he oh. thought he was the new Dennis yeah, he Bergkamp. Did. He did. He thought he was the new Dennis Bergkamp. He even self-styled himself DB10, which is a pretty ambitious thing to do when you played zero games. In the- <laughs> <laughs> and then he came on. It's got a brilliant chip. And I got his autograph. Oh. David Bentley. David oh. Bentley. Yeah. True story. I was on. I was on that. Um, there's like a what do you call it? Like a fantasy fantasy show on Sky Sports, and I was I was on it back in I don't know maybe 2013 or whatever. And it was uh, myself and my three friends, and Bentley, Paul uh, Merson, and um, uh, gosh, he was um, um, Lee Dixon, and so I have this photograph. Uh, the rat-faced chav, I believe that we call him, was sat on the end of the uh, uh, was sat on the end of the photo. So all my Instagram photos, we cropped him off. But he was such a twat the entire time. He was just having a dig at it. Oh, Americans, of course you fucking Arsenal fans. I'm like, fuck off. He was such a dick. 
Fuck really? David Bentley. He's a cunt. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. He, I keep on getting press. Um, he's he's got like a press team that send me stuff to like. David Bentley's got an opinion on Arsenal versus Burnley. Like, yeah, fuck him. Really? Uh, really? Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's got an opinion like the grease is slipping off of his fucking hair. And his... <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck David Bentley. <laughs> yeah, and you're no friend of the pod. <laughs> and we're back. Back, back. We're back to talk about the, the most exciting thing that ever happened on the internet. <laughs> That is transfer rumors. Mm. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. If 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 and you Thierry know, Henry. The, yeah. If there's any, yeah, if there's anybody <laughs> in your life who hates transfers, get them out of your life. They're pointless, <laughs> useless people. Who would have thought? No fucking joy. Who would have thought Thierry Henry would be playing such a big part in Arsenal's transfer <laughs> oh, window? Were you tweeting? Take down the statue. <laughs> no. Oh my okay, is that what people are saying? Fuck no. Yeah, they were. People were saying that he should have his statue removed. And you know what's funny is he, like, I almost feel ashamed that he felt that he needed to come out of his silence. Sanchez and, came out as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did he? I didn't even read. I unfollowed him the other day. But, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's, he's really disappointed I almost, about I, that. I almost feel bad that that Thierry had to, felt the need to come out of his uh, out of his silence. And on Instagram, he posts the Arsenal crest and say. You know, I don't feel like I need to explain myself, but I never had that conversation. <laughs> yeah, I, or I never knew that he was actually planning on leaving. Basically, like, Sanchez is a lying fuck. And- no, I don't think it was that. I think they had a conversation about Thierry, le- you know, leaving the club at some point, blah, 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 right? He's talking with an Arsenal legend. He's probably talking to him like, what did you, you know, what a... I think the context of it had nothing to do with Sanchez fucking off to United or anything like that. So here's, here's my thing. So, and I don't mean to be rude about certain section of Arsenal fans, but you're a real fucking moron if you think Alexis Sanchez <laughs> needed to call Thierry Henry yeah. to get an opinion on whether he should take half a million pounds yeah. a week to go to United for yeah. four years. Need that conversation. Yeah. He didn't yeah. I suspect what, what Sanchez meant is I spoke to Thierry about Barcelona and he was like, yeah, win, winning the Champions League is great. So I went to, to, to United? Yeah. You went to play under the Mourinho project? Yeah. You're fucking off your head. He's a mercenary. And I don't care what anybody says. He could have gone to the most exciting project in Europe and made a 300, 350 grand a week, but he got half a million a week, set him up for life. Yeah. He's not going to win anything. Fuck him. Do you think he won't win anything at all? How many, how many years do you think Listen, until United wins something again? He didn't go to United to win FA Cup. Oh, you're absolutely right. And he's not winning. The, Mourinho is dead. Yeah. to elite football. He's I never agree. winning the Champions League. He's never winning the Premier League again. It's over for him. He's just um, Wenger yeah. seven years ago, yeah. no, in I, my opinion. I agree. I agree. So why don't we get into the more positive side of things? It's getting all hot under the collar about Alexis Sanchez. Furious. Uh, Mkhitaryan, he's landed. Yeah. Are we excited? Or do we feel that this is a Danny Welbeck surplus rubbish oh dear what have we done i got in this conversation with somebody the on on facebook and and i i tend to not usually engage these i i'm actually i tend to 100 be silent on on social media about the arsenal just because it feels like we're talking about politics but he's got a facebook page with 175,000 fans and he has to be silent we've got to help him out yeah anyway. on there. <laughs> but um i found it really interesting that one of his comments was i've always dreamed to play for arsenal so that's uh, that was one funny thing, but um, somebody like, like every single yeah. Thing. That, somebody, that yeah. Tr- Arsenal terrific team, but, but he, somebody he, he was sat on the corner of his bed going, <laughs> the, the little boy inside yeah. me told me his yeah. chocolate leg. But but somebody said um, somebody said you know is is this a bit like Syl- Sylvester all over again? But I, I do have to put this into context. We did not offer essentially one of the best players in the league to United in the Sylvester transfer. So I like I felt like I do feel like. You know, I think we said it before, like, is it better to have signed Mkhitaryan or who um, was the other one that was on the line? Martial. Martial, yeah. And, you know, it, it's hard to say, but, like, I don't think that we got – I certainly don't think we got a bad player. Do I think that we maybe have inherited another average player? Um, hopefully he's better than well, but I don't know. <laughs> well, look, that was a no answer. Look, yeah. look, the re- the reality – I think you look at the facts. The facts are we really wanted this guy before he went to United. Yeah. Well, that's true, yeah. Zenga so, came out and, and said so. And if we'd got him, we'd have been delighted. Yes. Uh, for some reason, as soon as he arrived at United, uh, Mourinho took an instant dislike to him. Mm. The third thing, that Mourinho always picks these players and basically – and Mourinho has also shown himself to be a poor judge of elite talent. Look Absolutely. At, yeah. Look at De Bruyne. 
Look oh, at yeah. Salah, and I know people will. Yeah, Salah was was less clear, but De Bruyne clearly had a load of talent, and he shipped him off, and that was, and now he's the best player in the league. So that was a big mistake. Bonucci, he let Bonucci go. Yeah, really? one of the best defenders in the world. All right. Well, I'm talking about the <laughs> other ones. I'm just saying, like, I'm just, I'm, I'm adding to your oh, point, and good. you look, you look furious that yeah. I just Bonucci. Benucci, no. So, 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 listen. You know, I think there's every chance he can turn into a really, really good player. The problem is that Arsene Wenger doesn't really develop players anymore. So, yeah. if this was Arsene Wenger of even sort of six years ago or seven years ago, you would feel like there was a chance of him untapping Mkhitaryan's creative potential, mm. making him into an elite Premiership player. I sort of feel like he might just come here a bit down on his luck, and it might just all go a bit wrong but I'm going to be positive and uh you know he's got a proven pedigree the other thing that's a bit strange is we're, if we get Obama Yang it's like Dortmund 2015 all over again which seems like Smart. it's it's not mm. well it's not very progressive is it we're gonna we're <laughs> but, gonna we're gonna, a we're gonna late plan that's pretty progressive as a late plan yeah but I'd rather have an early plan and Dortmund 2015 was looking actually quite good really good yeah I, I think Mkhitaryan in his last season at Dortmund, like 32 goals, yeah. 23 assists, which is incredible. Uh, if you look at Obama Yang last season, eight goals in the Champions League, 32 goals in the league. And the interesting thing with Dortmund under Tuchel, the, the only reason, not the only, but I would say a pretty prime reason that they failed in the Champions League when they lost to Monaco um, a terrorist put a bomb next yeah. to their team coach. Like that's quite a, a difficult thing to get over. Mm-hmm. So we're signing, uh, we're signing the player that helped unlock Obama. Yeah? Mm-hmm. We're signing Mkhitaryan. Right. And Wenger's got a very specific plan for him. Yeah, Could be number 10, could be out wide, could be a deeper Santa Cazola role. So mm-hmm. he obviously knows specifically what he wants him to do, <laughs> which is all the things, very standard Wenger. But I, I, I think that you... What you buy when you when you bring in somebody who is now 29 years old and they've been humiliated at another club is you buy that fire. Yeah. And Mkhitaryan is either going to come here to retire or he's going to come here and prove that he's still uh, a talent. Yeah. And it, and another thing, everyone slagging him off. Not many United fans who were like DMing me on the side said he was a bad player. They just said he had bad luck because yeah. even this season, five goals in 15 appearances. It's not, uh, sorry, five assists in 15 appearances. Iwobi, not... Iwobi would give his, uh, yeah, yeah. his right arm for that. Has Chamberlain got that much? He uh, cost 40 million. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dan McCallum on Facebook says, uh, Mickey's almost 29. How much time does uh, Wenger have to develop him? And, and to be honest with you, like, I don't think that, I, I, don't, I wouldn't think that Wenger's looking at this as a project as much as, like, I feel like he can, he still has the ability to nurture these players and he does still have that wisdom and knowledge that I think that is important to some of these players, even at 29 years old. Uh, he's not going to develop him into anything. I mean, he's just going to give him confidence in games. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Throw him in at the deep end and yeah. fucking pray. Yeah. But, it's, but, the, but, the, <laughs> but signing, signing the both of those two yeah. is progress. Yeah. Because Arsenal uh, know that, like, they're shooting for fourth, yeah. right? Liverpool lost to Swansea at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Spurs have been a little bit shaky. And let's face it, with these two, we can get it. Yeah. And or uh, at least I know that um, Aubameyang can't play in the Europa League. Yeah. But that's another path to glory. But if the team is confident and they're winning, yeah. you never know. And I think it's all about those. Uh, you know, I, I think that we could actually look back at this and say this might have been one of the most strategic you know, you look at these these partnerships that that you're talking about and, and that everyone's talking about right now. It's like this could actually be one of the most strategic transfer windows, and we'd be like, "Holy fuck!" This who, is who saw that coming? Is, is this is this the start of the next Arsenal chapter? No. You know, when you look back, everything <laughs> sort of segments, doesn't it? It's you've got you had Project Youth, you had the Invincibles, you had all those shit players that we signed when we lost eight two. You had uh, the Sanchez Ozil years. Yeah. That, that led to the FA Cup wins. Is this the new era? Project Blue Sky. Clear <laughs> thinking all the way. Solutionization at every corner. Mm. But I, I, I genuinely think the Project Youth meets Dortmund. Yeah. Someone was messaging me earlier and they were going, oh, um, uh, that lots of people are talking to you on Twitter, whereas lots of people would read my stuff before, but not many people would want to be seen <laughs> dead with me. Because all I've been asking for for a long time 
is a sporting director, a good head of recruitment, and less power for Wenger. We've witnessed that over a month, and the whole atmosphere around a transfer window has changed. Mm. Right? We've uh, we've we've got rid of Coughlin. We've got yeah. rid of Theo Walcott, which was a, a thirteen-year problem. Um, <laughs> we've we've got rid. Uh, who else have we got rid of? Uh, we've done a lot of great out business. Yeah. yeah. So um, we brought in um, Mavrampos. I don't know. We brought in a, a, the, Greek, a, a, the big Greek guy. The big Greek yeah. guy uh, yeah. in defence. We're probably going to bring Johnny Evans in. Aubameyang, Mikatari. The, the new got rid of Sanchez. Yeah. Yeah. Got 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 rid of Sanchez. There is no way. If Sven and uh, Raul from Barcelona, who are, is apparently still working behind the scenes, even though he's not just that, this would have been a shit show of a window. Wenger would have put in a bid of uh, 30 million for Aubameyang and then said, <laughs> yeah. no, couldn't find yeah. anybody. Uh, Sanchez would still be playing and sulking on the bench because Wenger would try to make some sort of weird point. Theo yeah. Walcott would have been, well, he's like a new player because we've given him a chance <laughs> and we're going to play him through the middle. It would have been a shit show. Yeah. So now... Um, January is usually diabolically the dull. Yeah. The other fucking bonus, we're doing business with Mina Raiola. Super agents. Yeah. So now we're actually, now, now a super agent, within a month, has said, no more Wenger. Brilliant. Well, maybe we'll start talking about proper players. So I feel very confident. What I hope for the summer is that there is a bit more smarts about what we're doing. Yeah. I want to see young players like Leon Bailey come in. I'd like to see uh, Dortmund 2.0 under Tuchel. You know, like that like spectacular football, like crazy football, but like unbelievably uh, beautiful to watch. Young players between the eight, like 17 and 23, like new on the scene, like fast, powerful. We did have like a team technical. like that for quite a few years, remember? I don't, I don't think we've had a team that boasts power and pace since well, oh, 2004. Right, right. No, no, but we had that like 100% youth team that was like the Wenger project for quite a few years. And, they were and like little children. Yeah, but like... They were good. I still, they, they I still think... Babies. It's 2008. That wasn't a bad team. But yeah, I still... had bigger squad. I still think you need that... I still think you need that like... That age and that wisdom that like motivates... And like you need you need natural leaders that have won things. And I think that's that's still something that... The reason that that, that, that youth team was unsuccessful at that time is because I don't feel like they had any of those pillars that had just previously left that had been all replaced by youth. Yeah. They didn't have anyone to like look up to or to aspire they're, to, they're to play William, a long time. True. They have William Gallas. <laughs> yeah. William Gallas yeah. sitting on the sidelines. So, I'd rather have a Willie than a Cunningham. I know it's a good one though, isn't it? <laughs> so we've been, we've been at this for a while. I think that we should close out on an area of expertise I think we all share. Mm-hmm. And that is advertising. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about that Sanchez video. <laughs> San- so just uh, if you haven't watched the absolute horror show that went up on Man United's feed, uh, it starts with somebody putting a shirt on and then there's somebody playing a terrible song on the piano. And oh my God, it's Sanchez who looks like he's just <laughs> been released from solitary confinement in an Iranian prison. He looks to the sky like he's just been released. Like, oh, I was only earning 140000 a week and now I'm paid properly. Hallelujah. And I we thought, know the sky's uh, much grayer in fucking Manchester. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was an ad for Clarissa. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sort your mouth out, mate. Sort your mouth out, Sanchez. <laughs> You're 29 years old. What are you doing? He's eating donuts and going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to get some flannel on that. But anyway, <laughs> I thought it was an abomination. <laughs> and Arsenal fans were saying, why didn't we do that for Mikatarian? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. That was disgraceful. And that's going to be mocked for years. I just yeah. wanted to do you know quickly, what, do you, what were they thinking? But what we, we did the dog banner. And I think the dog banner was still up tonight. No, they took it down. Did they? They took it down. Yeah, they took it down. He put the dogs in the in the kits. You saw that. I, th- I heard Vic Akers put the dogs down. <laughs> it's like slips a slips a little pill into their dog food. Sanchez uh, crying. Well, <laughs> you know, listen, laughing. There's syringe a, in his hand. There's something that we all know from what we do is that like there's there's a fine line of like what probably sounds good on paper. Like oh, it's gonna be really good, right? All right, picture this, guys. There's gonna be the sky, right? And we're all gonna be eating donuts. And then and then this guy's gonna walk in and he's gonna be drinking Colt 45 and everyone's gonna be like, way. <laughs> and then <laughs> you know, and like yeah, we, we, we paint these scenarios and this is gonna be epic. And then when it goes to when it goes out, and you're like, oh goodness. Uh, you know, I, I think the truth is like, you know, yeah, it was absolutely terrible and it was laughable. And but I would be almost curious, like 
I bet the only one that I know who's not it. Arsenal that's tuned in is Carl Hudson, who's a he's a Forest uh, a Forest fan. But uh, Forest fans goading us still, <laughs> leave us alone. <laughs> but, we're trying uh, to talk. We're trying to forget. <laughs> but uh, but I'd I'd be curious to like know what United fans thought. But yes, it was absolutely corny. I mean, but let's be honest. There's there's Spurs fans that still think those videos of them singing those terrible songs and like that they think that's good. Football fans just don't have very good taste, do they? <laughs> and people are probably like, those guys on the Arsenal opinion, they are terrible. Absolutely. Why is he wearing a woolly hat? Fucking idiot. See, I wear hats because I'm cold, because I'm bald. <laughs> I am not bald, but uh, I just, um, I had a bad hair day. Yeah. Anyway, on that note. Sure. Uh, hair. Let's talk about let's, Giroud. Oh, do you want to talk about Giroud? Well, we're talking about hair and Giroud. Well, yeah. So segue? would you send Giroud the other way to get Aubameyang? So that came up in question a few minutes ago, uh, saying, uh, are we, are, you know, do we sell him? And, uh, yeah, get rid of him. You get, think? get rid of him. Get rid of him. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Sell him. Maybe, wow. maybe Chelsea won okay. him. He's better than Peter Crouch. Right. He's well, much better than Peter Crouch. Weird feedback on the microphone. That's probably because of me. Somebody has to talk to our <laughs> to our seven fans. Right. We've been going for uh, an hour now. And right. I just want to say thank you to everybody that tuned in through uh, the live feed. Thank yes. you for joining. We'll be back next week. I want to say thank you to Curtis. Thank you. I want to say thank you to Matt. Thanks, Pete. And we'll see Let's you next you, week. Oh, thank you, guys. Hey. Are, we doing a, are we doing a transfer window special? Uh, we're going to do a transfer window special. So tune in for that. It's going to be live. We're going to be doing it from the barley corn. Um, it's going to be amazing. So yeah. tune in for that. Probably not going to sign anyone, but it'd be fun. We'll just get pissed on Len. Yes. On Lance. On Lance. Okay, see you later. Bye. Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more. Surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.